right, we're back. We're back. Episode three. Episode three. Who would have known? Who would have thought we'd, we'd be here? <laughs> um, did you know we have social media? I feel like we should let people what? know that we have an Instagram like, page. We have GP Life. We do have the GP Life. But, but you're now- saying that our... Our show has a social media page. We do. I did not know that. We have 56 followers. 56. That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's uh, four times more than Jesus started with. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you to everyone who has been following and also listening to the podcast. It's been fun. A lot of people have asked when it's going to drop. Yep. And I said, usually it's typically on Fridays and um, comes out with the Cougar Connection. Yep, so yep, we'll get good. some stuff ironed out. We're trying yeah. to get our... The whole production of it down. And yes. And we're reasonable, yes, so to speak. Yes. And we're, we're riding solo right now. We are. We don't have our producer. We don't. It's he's, just us. He's, he's multi, multi-producing Yes, right other now. things. Yeah. So shout out to Zach Shockley for yeah, all your help. Great guy. It's been. Great guy. Anyways, to my right, directly to your left, we have Mr. Adam Son. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, heard a lot about the the podcast in its infancy already and uh <laughs> as you should thrilled to thrilled to be episode three thank you thank you well i, I want to kick off the questions okay. uh, this time because you kicked off the questions last see how we're just we're, we're just we're brother-in-law and sister-in-law and that kind of stuff how many questions are we talking about here i think we get went anywhere from one to ten depending on time but i think we got you know maybe seven eight really good ones right yeah. Solid. yeah yeah we do so and i didn't know this so i saw this as like i want to because so when i got here adam son was already a you were already a thing, like mm-hmm. a good pastor thing. So when did you get here? How long have you been here? How did all that even come about? Okay. Um, this is my 12th year at Good Pasture. Um, I came to Good Pasture in the fall of 2012. So the 12-13 basketball team was my first here. I came here from University School of Nashville where I coached for four years as their head coach. And I played basketball abroad, mostly in Europe, various professional leagues there from 2003 till 2008-ish. Um, and then uh, if I just take you take you back as a Nashvilleian. Please do. I played uh, college basketball at Belmont, um, graduated there in 03, and then went to high school um, at DCA, kind of a sister school of Good Pasture in ways. So really born and raised in the Middle Tennessee area. And then aside from about five years abroad and a passport that had been stamped a number of times back in the Middle Tennessee area, right into basketball. And then uh, obviously year 12 of Good Pasture, not basketball. There you go. And yeah. we're going to get to that here in, in a minute. A couple questions. I yeah. do want to know this. Why did? How did you get into coaching? Um, really... That's a good question. I, I always thought that I would probably end up coaching whenever mm-hmm. my playing career ended. I was just somebody who was so one-track mind and focused on just continuing to play, like being a good high school player, trying to be the best high school player, let that get a college scholarship opportunity. And when that happened, take advantage of that. And then I had opportunities because of a, a of a good college career to continue to play. wasn't quite an NBA player, um, but had a number of agents who 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 wanted me 
to sign with them and represent me and and place me in different places in Europe. Mm -hmm. So I just continued to play. And if I was 23 years old again, going <laughs> back, um, I would do the same thing again. Sure. Um, it was it was great. Um, but at the same time, the ball star stops bouncing at some point. Um, nice. I got married at 26 years old. I, w I had a really tough time stopping or, or thinking like this was going to be it. But I got offered a job at the time from University School of Nashville and Vince Dernan, who was the director there. I, I spoke there at a camp when I was in college, just around the corner from mm -hmm. Belmont. And uh, you never know, you know, what connections you make. And uh, they offered me a, a, a job. They offered a girl basketball player right out of Vanderbilt in the WNBA, D. Davis, a job on the, the women. So, I mean, they brought in like a 27 and a 24-year-old to right, coach right. their boys and girls teams. So I had a decision to make. I wasn't going to retire off of European basketball. I was recently married. Um but at the same time, like I was still 27, 28 years old and could play. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was going to be the first time I wasn't playing. So that path opened up. It was hard for the first couple of years. Um, really missed the game in ways, but I still had my, my own team and, an, and a, new, a new path that, you know, basketball still created. So I always thought that was it. But at the same time, I didn't, didn't grow up just, you know, really gravitating to this is what I want to do when I grow I, mean, I just want to keep playing basketball. Mm -hmm. right. It was pretty much that simple. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's, yeah, that's I awesome. Hadn't. And then, that's a good question. Yeah. And then, then something opened up to here in 2012 and it's all Very history. Yeah. 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 I mean, growing up in the Nashville area, knowing the history of Good Pasture and basketball and then seeing Drew Maddox, Ron Mercer, knowing those guys as a few years older than me and this was one of the spots to be in town i just always held good pasture in very high esteem um in basketball so when this job opened in like i said after that 11 12 season i, I got called back for a, a second interview so I, I knew it might happen but at the same time uh you know when it did and made that decision lindsey judd was uh, the one that called me and offered me the job mm -hmm. um and then uh and then that's how it started 11 years later, some great times. And then, uh, you know, this may something different. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you, you said you've always held good pasture in high esteem. There's something I remember, you know, going back five weeks ago now, starting school, uh, you spoke to our faculty, um, there in orientation and you used the line, uh, and I'll, I'll paraphrase. I've always wanted to see this school thrive. Mm -hmm. And so I'm connecting that, you held it in high esteem. You wanted to see it thrive, and that kind of just naturally leads us into what you're doing now, Correct. right? Yeah. And so, and some people listening right now might not even yeah, what is he doing now, right? Yeah. yeah, we saw some in the paper. You know, there's this other coach that's come back, Dustin Pat. You know, and that way is I and I, and someone said, well, "Where did he go?" I was like, "Oh, he didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I went He's, a couple buildings over." Yeah. That's what I told the yeah. team. Yeah. So what? What is? You know, I think the 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 title director of advancement. Yeah. So, so what does that consist of for the person listening right now? Is like I don't know what that is. So it's new. Okay. It's new. It didn't exist last year. Um, obviously, we had plenty of change happen in the last uh, year at Good Pasture, specifically even in the spring. Before I even get into that, you know, I mean, I coached us in the state championship game in early March. School assessment was done in in April findings kind of came back. Hey, here's some good things you guys are doing. Here's some things you might
might want to think about, things of that nature. You know, one of those things was any ideas for an advancement department. Well, advancement departments can look a little different at each place, and not all places have advancement right, departments. Right. So, Adam, would you be interested in in doing this? Well, over the last couple of years, even though we've we've been in a successful run basketball wise, and a lot of people that's what that's what they associate me with. Um, I had had some thoughts of you know, is this a twenty five year thing for me, or mm-hmm. what could translate things of that nature? Just just the itch, but not actively seeking anything out. Well, when that conversation started, well, would you be interested in coaching our, our basketball team and then doing doing this? And I, I, I thought for a few days, I was like, whatever I'm going to be in, I want to be all, all in on yes. it. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. my personality. Um, <laughs> that being said, I cared a lot about the continuity of the program as well. And if we're at Tennessee Tech in March and I didn't know that this was what late April and May was going to be, mm-hmm. that was a couple of months where – okay, a job could be posted and there should be some quality people who'd probably want this job too. So that being said, that's interesting how basketball and advancement kind of became attached to each other. And um, so I did not want to do both. I've got kids that are nine and turning five. And like I said, basketball, basketball's a grind, uh, but, you know, something that I've loved. Um, uh, So also wanted to, you know, maybe be around with them a little bit more as well, but cared enough about the program to like, well, we got to we got to get this right too mm-hmm. because we've now missed seven or eight weeks mm-hmm. potentially mm-hmm. if we can't get the the right guy in here. So, enter enter uh, Coach Patton, uh, and it worked out well. If it wouldn't have been Coach Patton, uh, I might have I might have hung on and done yeah. tried to do both one more year just because I truly care about the continuity of the program as well. But like I said, I'm not gone. Just went a couple buildings over. Um, but getting more into that, and Kim can tell you, we've got great people in marketing, communications, alumni, and, and admissions. But now with the, the board strategic plan uh, set forth in 22, uh, 2022, kind of kind of thinking a little differently as a business, as a school, and then really funneling um, everything up uh, and aligning things to, at least in the advancement world and the financial capital world of that, making sure we get more students, keeping more mm-hmm. students or retaining uh, a higher percentage, and then increasing new new ways of fundraising and leads and things of that nature. So there's still strategy with that. Uh, there's still competitiveness with that. And at the same time, um, it's it's still good pasture and, and, and the people I love and, and feel and feel good with. Perfect. Yeah, I know, I know when the announcement was that mm-hmm. you were going to a new role, there's a little panic because sure. it's like, what's going to happen to basketball? Yeah, that's a normal thing, yeah, I think. For, yeah. And there was a lot of change. You know, we, we, we referenced that on um, episode one. There's been a lot of change going around, but it's been getting the right people in the right spots. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think Dr. Bixman's done a really good job thinking through that strategy and really pulling out our, out of us people he's moved around. What are our talents? Um, so with that, so what are... I just think, I just yeah. not to cut you off, but I just think it's so. This happens in business. Change happens all the it's time exactly. in every industry. Exactly. <laughs> but when it's a school, and it's the end of the school year, everybody sees it, and it's like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> and right. like, how many things really aren't related to other things? But at the same time, it is very visible in a school when a school year starts and a school year stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially a school that it, it, you know, is promoted and and for good reason to be a family. Correct. You know, and so when you know, family knows a lot yes. about a lot. They know everything, though. You're right, <laughs> and they shouldn't. But yes. yeah. Well, and, and I, I think part of that was because you have certain people moving on to their next phase, 
And then I know yeah, I just think of my friends when I said, I'm not going to be in admissions. It was rocking mm-hmm. their world. Yeah. I was, and then, they, but then I would say, well, I'm going to do marketing. Oh, okay. We just needed to hear, make She's sure you're not at it, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. thank not you. That you thank not that you. you'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm not. I'm absolutely not. So, so you talked about coaching, talking about, you keep saying, you've said the word strategy with director of advancement. One thing I've heard you say is how they're really going hand in hand. So kind of elaborate on that. Well, I think just me me personally, without necessarily looking for anything these last few years, but always wondering, like, what could I do outside of this if I don't see high school coaching as a 25 or 30-year job? What is maybe that next challenge? That's where those words strategy and competitiveness, that they're, they're me mm-hmm. in anything that I've always been and done. So whether that's coaching or whether that's figuring out a way to to have a competitive advantage for whatever those initiatives might be, that, that that's exciting to me. And what's also as exciting is that there's no carbon copy or right way to mm-hmm. do everything. Mm-hmm. That's what truly like strategy and uniqueness and, and, and something that just kind of aligned with me. So I, I do think it's a position of a lot of things. I'm in my role, like physically, it's a hybrid role. I'm in meetings a lot uh, so far on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. I try to go connect or reconnect mm-hmm. uh, and, and be in the community in ways that I think could help taking good pasture to places as opposed to just being in an office every day. So it, it's kind of a, uh, been a hybrid role so far, but a busy one to start the year because you come back to school, boom, two weeks are gone. That newness wears off, boom, we're in clay shoots. We're in Boosterthon. We're in, you know, we're in Grand Day coming up. October is, is, is going to be a busy month as well. Uh, and then we'll breathe around the holidays for a little bit. But like I said, that of strategy, that of competitiveness, no necessarily right or wrong way. But at the same time, it's like just constantly trying to push good pasture forward in, in any way that I can or my team can Um is how I look at advancement. I know we referenced this on our first episode. And so just kind of a quick little synopsis. What is Cougar Day? What does it kind of benefit? But then I also know we have another day of giving sure. that's coming up in April. So mm-hmm. do you mind kind so, of So, yeah, I can those? really quickly, let's say tuition's 14000 here roughly. That 14000 comes in. That 14000 is accounted for for salaries, for operations, for, for status quo, Honestly, doesn't mean there's not a lot of great things that happen, don't happen with that 14000 But that gap, that tuition gap, is why extra monies each year are needed through a clay shoot, through Cougar Day, through our annual fund dinner. If we want to push forward and reach goals that are given to us, then it takes extra. So that gap and educating on that gap is critical. Cougar Day, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. the first big one, pretty and successful. A little hundred and as of this morning, we reported one hundred and eighteen thousand at the game the other night. Um, I think with all money continuing to trickle in and booster thon getting back to us, I think it's pushing one twenty three, one twenty four as of this morning. Uh, the clay shoot, which Cole Norris and a group of group of guys uh, headed up, and that uh, that that's going. Uh, that went to fifty eight thousand. Yeah, which was a lot of people were surprised by yes, that. Yes, it was. That was fun. I went out. I had a meeting that morning, but I went out there the second half of the day. I saw Kim out there marketing out there, and it was uh, 
it was if you've never done a clay shoot I, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know how good I'd be at it, but I'm, I'm signing up for next year. <laughs> right. It was it was a blast. I mean, it was um, really, yeah. it, it was in, the, in a job well done and something that I think can grow. You alluded to the day of giving in the spring, and that's going to be something where we really gear up after the new year, after kind of like the annual fund push for six or seven months, just on the good to give part of it um, and trying to reach those year two initiatives of that of that transportation of that auditorium renovation of continuing to hand, enhance security fund financial aid where it needs to be all of those things that are separate from tuition dollars mm-hmm. that push us forward yeah. i'm well, excited about yeah, this this is all good stuff we took it right up to the wire today we and this we is... need it to because i mean when you think about advancement you think about strategy and strategic plan uh you know, there's a lot that goes into that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think this has been wonderful. Thanks so much for coming. Oh, appreciate it's, you guys doing this. Y'all yes. are great at it. This is, so, yeah, we're having a good time. A lot of fun. So, thanks to everyone listening. We'll see you next week.